Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. This is Lex Euler, founder and CEO of PT. We help improve the patient experience of healthcare payments. I am based in Los Feliz. Yeah. So I've worked in early stage startups for 10 years now, usually as the first design hire. So I've been around it. I've been in product discussion meetings. I've worked directly with CEOs, CTOs, founders of companies really closely. Did I have any idea what I was doing here? Absolutely not. But nobody does. And as soon as I realized that it was just like game over, I was like, Oh, this person's been doing it for 22 years. They have no idea what they're doing. So if all we're doing is everyone's waking up every day saying, I don't know what I'm doing. And then you just figure it out. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, I don't know. It didn't feel as daunting anymore. And there's still stuff that like, some days I'm like, I was not cut out for this. The first person I had to let go. The first time I had to fire someone, I almost shut down the company. I was just, I would simply rather shut down a company with like, at that point, like $1.7 million still in the bank. I'm like, we're closing up shop. I can't do it. I can't do this phone call. And then I realized that's actually the point of raising money is those are the people you call. Those, those are the people that I took my phone out and I called my investors. I have like three of them that when things are like really hard and I need someone to tell me like, you can do it. They're also operators. And so they're, they've been through it. And they talked to me exact, like through exactly what to do. And one of them was really mean. I'll never forget it. He was like, you need to do it today. And I was like, bro, I can't do it today. I got to think about it. And he was like, no, hire fast, fire fast. And I was like, bro, I can't do it. Like I got to try. I was like, I got to give it a few weeks. Like I'm going to try to pull it together. I'm going to like rein it in. And he said, did I invest in a side hustle or a venture back tech company. And he goes, it's fine. I'm not mad about it either way, but I'm not giving you any more of my time. If it's the former, I have too many other founders that are taking this seriously. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. And I was like, you're right. I'm trying to put this person, their needs and wants and whatever ahead of like the company as a whole. And that once I realized that's not what we're doing here, it changed everything. So you mean really mean in a good way? Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. I don't think it really was direct. Like, it was yeah. really direct. It was, yeah. I cried yeah. and I wouldn't want more than like two of those people on my cap table. <laughs> like I'm, but I called that person specifically and I'll never forget when I pitched that person the first time I hung up the phone and I looked at my kid's dad and I was like, I want that guy on my cap table. He will push me to be the best. And that's exactly when I call that person, it's because I've like plateaued at something and I need someone to tell me like, 
hey, no, you have to do more. You have to do better. And so I'm, I'm always happy to have like one or two like kind of mean people. Hi, this is Lauren Wong, founder and CEO of The Flex Company. We're creating a more comfortable period for everyone. And I'm coming to you from Topanga. Yeah, my co-founder, who is now my husband, he's on our board, but we, we don't work together full time anymore. He told me in the early days just to get started, like back when we were friends, he was working in venture capital um, and totally unrelated. He wouldn't invest in my type of company, but <laughs> he seemed really smart and I knew nothing about fundraising. And so I was like, what is LTV? What is cost of acquisition? Like, I didn't know any of yeah. the words <laughs> and I was always waiting to be, you know, like trying. And he's like, just just go, just start, just get to work. Don't create a perfect strategy. Don't need a business plan. Like you do to some extent, but just literally go out and get started. And that's where like going to those events and having a little booth and doing things manually, going to sororities in the end, like did those things get me on the front page of TechCrunch? Absolutely not. But it was like all those micro meetings that over time led to you and I meeting, for example, you know what I mean? 100%, 100%. And what LA Tech resources do you recommend we check out? Are there accelerators, mentorship programs, events? What do you recommend that we plug into? I recommend anyone follow Jessie Draper of Halogen if you don't follow her already. Um, She's one of our investors and any event that she goes to, anything that she speaks at, any of her blogs that she writes, like she's LA local, 100% follow her. And then Amplify LA was one of our earliest investors and they're phenomenal. They've been really supportive to us. They've connected us to other investors. Um, They also host local events. So it's Amplify.LA. If somebody were to land in Los Angeles right now, like at the LAX, Burbank, you know, one of the airports specifically for LA tech, what would you recommend is the first thing that they do in order to integrate into what we have going on in the city? This is going to sound really cliche. Maybe it's because I was there at an investor meetup last night, but probably go to the bungalow. I think if you go to the bungalow um, in Santa Monica on like a random Tuesday night, which I don't because I'm an infant, but I went, I went last night for a meetup and I ran into one of my investors. I ran into so many amazing women who are in finance, who are LPs and GPs and just made a lot of really amazing connections in an hour. So I think it's a good spot to kind of walk up to a random person on a weeknight, probably don't go on a Saturday or Friday, <laughs> but on, on, a, on a random weeknight, you're going to meet some good people there. How do you source? How do you find your meetups and your events? Is it through your personal network or did you see it pop up somewhere? What can we plug into so that we could be informed on the events going on as well? It was through my personal network, which is not really a great answer. Um, no, it's a true answer. It's honest and that's okay. Yeah. I moved to San Francisco. I mean, I moved to LA from San Francisco maybe four years ago and I I knew nobody here. And so I kind of very, very slowly built my network manually and it just took getting out there and and being brave. I'm naturally introverted. And it just, I said yes to any event that anyone invited me to. And my husband always says like, I never want to go, but when I come back, I always am glad that I did because I meet somebody new and, uh, or somebody cool. I'm Tatiana Mulry, general partner and co-founder of Steamwork Ventures, a series C to series A venture firm based in Culver City. 
I mean, I feel like you deliver some heavy advice this just earlier in this podcast with your mom's uh, recommendation. <laughs> you trying to beat like, my wow, mom. I wish I had known that. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, your mom was pretty wise. Now I'm going to have to come up with my own advice. You know, really check in with everyone. I would say a lot of times we don't really care. Like, we try to push our own agenda through without asking what someone else uh, wants the outcome to be without like understanding their thoughts and feelings about it because we have an objective and we don't, um, you know, we don't really check in with our coworkers, with uh, collaborators and see this problem from all the different, um, all the different perspectives. Um, When I learned to do that, it changed everything for me in my career. I remember having a a letter from a woman who was temping for me at MasterCard telling me that I was a good manager, I was very smart, but I was cold. And I still remember that like 20-something years later. And I was like, cold? (laughs) That's the last thing (laughs) I would There's nothing cold about you. But in the environment where I felt like I had to constrain myself, I had to be a certain way, I had to act a certain way, I could see how she felt that way, but I wish I knew that before she left, right? So um, after that letter, I remember just thinking, wow, I really have to start spending time that I thought was a waste of time at first, maybe, really trying to understand other people's perspectives before making decisions and have them be a part of the solution building to gain buy-in. That wasn't obvious to me, Our school system teaches us to be individual contributors and get good grades and do things on our own. It doesn't teach us how to interact with a team. And I think, you know, learning to check in with others is uh, was the biggest lesson I learned. So why Los Angeles? Like, are you from L.A.? So I grew up in New York, but I came out to L.A. in 2007 to work for one of the first VC-funded startups before there was anything but weeds and Playa Vista. <laughs> and so it was a, you know, love at first sight, love the weather, love the people. And it's been so cool to see all the progress in the tech scene over the last 14 years. What resources in L.A. would you recommend people check out? Does anything come to mind? Well, I'm kind of biased. So I'm the co-director for Founders Boost LA, a pre-accelerator program that's no fee, no equity. And we help uh, founders from mostly underrepresented backgrounds really understand the VC and accelerator landscape or accelerate their revenue. It's mentor-driven and we just, we launch some amazing companies and send them off to many of the top accelerators. And now it's so cool to see them, you know, starting their seed raises. And one of the companies that went through predecessor program, uh, when it was called startup next, um, just got sold to Instacart for $350 million. That's caper.ai. And that's not too shabby. So we're really excited to see some of our graduates really come through their full paces and start to have these amazing exits. So we're really happy with the with the work so far. And it's so great. 
Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.